Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, or welcome back, to Sound Sleep. My name is Adam. Thanks so much for listening. I'd love to tell you about Sound Sleep, the premium feed. For less than $1 a week, you gain access to a library of ad-free and bonus episodes. There are early releases, and you get to support this podcast. Lastly, let's not forget, you will have my greatest appreciation. You can subscribe from either Apple Podcasts or Supercast, and listen directly in your favorite podcast player. It's quick and easy. Go to soundsleeppodcast.com or look in the show notes for more information. And thanks so much for your continued support. I really love this next story, and I hope you do too. If you'd like to tell me what you think, feel free to let me know with a review and a rating. Or send me a message on Instagram or in the Facebook group. I really do love to hear from you. Looking for even more stories to listen to and fall asleep with? Check out one of my favorites, Dreamful. Jordan has an amazing selection of the best stories and perfectly pairs them with music that she personally selects. You'll be snoozing in no time to Pride and Prejudice. The Wonderful Wizard of Oz or you could easily get hooked on her 12-part Constellation series. Check out Dreamful wherever you listen to podcasts.
This episode is sponsored by Coach Me Greg. If you're like me, you have a lot of big ideas and plans. You want to be productive and get fulfillment out of your life. And if you're like me, you may feel like sometimes you need a little help to be your best, to keep you on target and motivated so you can achieve what you set out to do. So if you're like me, well, then you should go to coachmegreg.com. I've received tremendous value from working with Greg. He's easy to talk with and there's no judgment. I can count on him to help me find the best solution and schedule. He makes everything very easy and I find it very helpful to have someone I can trust working with me and rooting for me as I try to get the most out of life that I can. Go to coachmegreg.com. Schedule your free consultation today. Take a long, deep breath. Fill up your lungs and hold it. Then exhale easily and gently as your body sinks into the bed. Your muscles are relaxing as you lay comfortably in your sheets. Take another deep breath and hold. And as you exhale slowly, allow your responsibilities, your worries and fears to leave your body. Leave nothing but calm and comfort. As you listen to the story, if at any point you feel ready to doze off, go right ahead and allow the story to bring you to a sound sleep. Golden Slipper. There was once upon a time an old man and an old woman. And the old man had a daughter. And the old woman had a daughter. And the old woman said to the old man, Go and buy a heifer that thy daughter may have something to look after. So the old man went to the fair and bought a heifer. Now the old woman spoiled her own daughter, but was always snapping at the old man's daughter. Yet the old man's daughter was a good 
hard-working girl. While as for the old woman's daughter, she was but an idle dame. She did nothing but sit down all day with her hands in her lap. One day, the old woman said to the old man's daughter, Look now, thou daughter of a dog, go and drive out the heifer to graze. Here thou hast two bundles of flax. See that thou unravel it and reel it and bleach it and bring it home all ready in the evening. Then the girl took the flax and drove the heifer out to graze. So the heifer began to graze, but the girl sat down and began to weep. And the heifer said to her, Tell me, dear little maiden, wherefore dost thou weep? Alas, why should I not weep? My stepmother has given me this flax and bidden me unravel it and reel it and bleach it and bring it back as cloth in the evening. Grieve not, maiden, said the heifer. It will all turn out well. Lie down to sleep. So she lay down to sleep, and when she awoke, the flax was all unraveled and reeled and spun into fine cloth and bleached. Then she drove the heifer home and gave the cloth to her stepmother. The old woman took it and hid it away that nobody might know that the old man's daughter had brought it to her. The next day, she said to her own daughter, Dear little daughter, drive the heifer out to graze, and here is a little piece of flax for thee. Unravel it and reel it, or unravel it not and reel it not, as thou likest best but bring it home with thee. Then she drove the heifer out to graze and threw herself down in the grass and slept the whole day and did not even take the trouble to go and moisten the flax in the cooling stream. And in the evening, she drove the heifer back from the field and gave her mother the flax. Oh, Mammy, she said, my head ached so the whole day, and the sun scorched so that I couldn't go down to the stream to moisten the flax. Never mind, said her mother. Lie down and sleep. It will do for another day. And the next day, she called the old man's daughter again. Get up, thou daughter of a dog, and take the heifer out to graze. And here thou hast a bundle of raw flax. 
unravel it, heckle it, wind it on to thy spindles, bleach it, weave with it, and make it into fine cloth for me by the evening. Then the girl drove out the heifer to graze. The heifer began grazing, but she sat down beneath a willow tree and threw her flax down beside her and began weeping with all her might. But the heifer came up to her and said, Tell me, little maiden, wherefore dost thou weep? Why should I not weep? said she, and she told the heifer all about it. Grieve not, said the heifer. It will all come out right, but lie down to sleep. So she lay down and immediately fell asleep. And by evening, the bundle of raw flax was heckled and spun and reeled. And the cloth was woven and bleached so that one could have made shirts of it straight off. Then she drove the heifer home and gave the cloth to her stepmother. Then the old woman said to herself, How comes it that this daughter of the son of a dog has done all her tasks so easily? The heifer must have done it for her, I know. But I'll put a stop to all this, thou daughter of the son of a dog, said she. Then she went to the old man and said, Father, kill and cut to pieces this heifer of thine, for because of it thy daughter does not a stroke of work. She drives the heifer out to graze and goes to sleep the whole day and does nothing. Then I'll kill it, said he. But the old man's daughter heard what he said, and went into the garden and began to weep bitterly. The heifer came to her and said, Tell me, dear little maiden, wherefore dost thou weep? Why should I not weep, she said, when they want to kill thee? Don't grieve, said the heifer. It will all come out right. When they have killed me, ask thy stepmother to give thee my entrails to wash, and in them thou wilt find a grain of corn. Plant this grain of corn, and out of it will grow up a willow tree. And whatever thou dost want, go to this willow tree and ask, and thou shalt have thy heart's desire. Then her father slew the heifer, and she went to her stepmother and said, 
Prithee, let me have the entrails of the heifer to wash. And her stepmother answered, As if I would let anybody else do such work but thee. And then she went and washed them. And sure enough, she found the grain of corn, planted it by the porch, trod down the earth, and watered it a little. And the next morning, when she awoke, she saw that a willow tree had sprung out of this grain of corn, and beneath the willow tree was a spring of water, and no better water was to be found anywhere in the whole village. It was as cold and as clear as ice. When Sunday came round, the old woman tricked her pet daughter out finally and took her to church. But to the old man's daughter, she said, Look to the fire, thou dame. Keep a good fire burning and get ready the dinner. And make everything in the house neat and tidy. And have thy best frock on and all the shirts washed against I come back from church. And if thou hast not all these things done, thou shalt say goodbye to dear life. So the old woman and her daughter went to church, and the smart little stepdaughter made the fire burn up and got the dinner ready and then went to the willow tree and said, Willow tree, willow tree, come out of thy bark. Lady Anna, come when I call thee. Then the willow tree did its duty and shook all its leaves, and a noble lady came forth from it. Dear little lady, sweet little lady, what are thy commands? said she. Give me, said she, a grand dress, and let me have a carriage and horses, for I would go to God's house. And immediately she was dressed in silk and satin, with golden slippers on her feet. And the carriage came up and she went to church. When she entered the church, there was a great to-do, and everyone said, Oh, 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 who is it? Is it perchance some princess or some queen? For the like of it we have never seen before. Now the young Tsarevich chanced to be in church at that time, when he saw her, his heart began to beat. He stood there and could not take his eyes off her. And all the great captains and courtiers marveled at her and fell in love with her straight away. 
but who she was, they knew not. When service was over, she got up and drove away. When she got home, she took off all her fine things and put on all her rags again and sat in the window corner and watched the folk coming from church. Then her stepmother came back too. Is the dinner ready? said she. Yes, it is ready. Hast thou sewn the shirts? Yes, the shirts are sewn too. Then they sat down to meet and began to relate how they had seen such a beautiful young lady at church. The Tsarevich, said the old woman, instead of saying his prayers, was looking at her all the while. So goodly was she. Then she said to the old man's daughter, As for thee, thou dame, though thou hast sewn the shirts and bleached them, thou art but a dirty wench. On the following Sunday, the stepmother again dressed up her daughter and took her to church. But before she went, she said to the old man's daughter, See that thou keep the fire in, thou dame. And she gave her a lot of work to do. The old man's daughter very soon did it all, and then she went to the willow tree and said, Bright spring willow, change thee, transform thee. Then still, statelier dames stepped forth from the willow tree. Dear little lady, sweet little lady, what commands hast thou to give? She told them what she wanted, and they gave her a gorgeous dress and put golden shoes on her feet and she went to church in a grand carriage. The Tsarevich was again there, and at the sight of her he stood as if rooted to the ground and couldn't take his eyes from her. Then the people began to whisper, Is there none here who knows her? Is there none who knows who such a handsome lady may be? began to ask each other, Dost thou know her? Dost thou know her? But the Tsarevich said, Whoever will tell me who this great lady is, to him will I give a sackload of gold coins. Then they inquired and inquired, and laid all their heads together but nothing came of it. But the Tsarevich had a jester who was always with him and used always to jest and cut capers whenever this child of the Tsar was sad. So now, too, he began to laugh at the young Tsarevich and say to him, 
I know how to find out who this fine lady is. How? asked the young Tsarevich. I'll tell thee, said the jester. Smear with pitch the place in church where she is wont to stand. Then her slippers will stick to it. And she, in her hurry to get away, will never notice that she has left them behind in the church. So the Tsarevich ordered his courtiers to smear the spot with pitch straightway. Next time, when the service was over, she got up as usual and hastened away, but left her golden slippers behind her. When she got home, she took off her costly dress and put on her rags and waited in the window till they came from church. When they came from church, they had all sorts of things to talk about, and how the young Tsarevich had fallen in love with the grand young lady, and how they were unable to tell him whence she came, or who she was. And the stepmother hated the old man's daughter all the more because she had done her work so nicely. But the Tsarevich did nothing but pine away, and they proclaimed throughout the kingdom, Who has lost a pair of golden slippers? But none could tell. Then the Tsar sent his wise counselors throughout the kingdom to find her. If ye do not find her, said he, it will be the death of my child, and then ye also are dead men. So the Tsar's counselors went through all the towns and villages, and measured the feet of all the maidens against the golden slippers. And she was to be the bride of the Tsarevich, whom the golden slippers fitted. They went to the houses of all the princes, and all the nobles, and all the rich merchants. But it was of no avail. The feet of all the maidens were either too large or too little. Then they hide them to huts. Delete, then they hide them. They went on and on. They measured and measured. And at last, they were so tired that they could scarce draw one foot after the other. Then they looked about them and saw a beautiful willow tree standing by the hut. And beneath the willow tree was a spring of water. Let us go and rest in the cool shade, said they. So they went and rested, and the old woman came out of the hut to them. Hast thou a daughter, little mother? said they. Yes, that I have, said she. One or two, they asked. 
Well, there is another, said she. But she is not my daughter. She is a mere kitchen wench. The very look of her is nasty. Very well, said they. We will measure them with the gold slippers. Good, good, cried the old woman. Then she said to her own daughter, Go, my dear little daughter, tidy thyself up a bit, and wash thy little feet. But the old man's daughter she drove behind the stove, and the poor thing was neither washed nor dressed. Sit there, thou daughter of a dog, said she. Then the czar's counselors came into the hut to measure, and the old woman said to her daughter, Put out thy little foot, darling. The counselors then measured with the slippers, but they wouldn't fit her at all. Then they said, Tell us, little mother, where is thy other daughter? Oh, as for her, she is a mere wench, and besides, she isn't dressed. No matter, said they. Where is she? Then she came out from behind the stove, and her stepmother hustled her and said, Get along, thou wench, thou ugly hussy. Then they measured her with the slippers, and they fitted like gloves. Whereupon the courtiers rejoiced exceedingly and praised the Lord. Well, little mother, said they, we will take this daughter away with us. What? Take a slattern like that? Why, all the people will laugh at you. Maybe they will, said they. Then the old woman scolded and wouldn't let her go. How can such a wench become the consort of the Tsar's son? screeched she. Nay, but she must come, said they. Go dress thyself, maiden. Wait but a moment, said she, and I'll tire myself as is meet. Then she went to the spring beneath the willow tree, and washed and dressed herself. And she came back so lovely and splendid, that the like of it can neither be thought of nor guessed at but only told of in tales. As she entered the hut, she shone like the sun, and her stepmother had not another word to say. So they put her in a carriage and drove off, and when the Tsarevich saw her, he could not contain himself. Make haste, O my father, cried he, and give us thy blessing. So the Tsar blessed them, and they were wedded. Then they made a great feast, 
and invited all the world to it. And they lived happily ever after and ate wheat bread to their heart's content.